0: In this episode of the Funny Business Podcast, are you doing icebreakers soon? Matt and I are going to give you a step-by-step guide on how to ace those breakers.
1: And on the flip side, we discuss the ongoing scandal on the movie The Blind Side. And I'd tell you how a band can make a song called I Want My Honda Back that much more enjoyable. Mike, hit the music.
0: To another episode of the funny business podcast. I deserve an expletive because I literally had Matt, Matt, Matt wait a full half hour before getting into the green room today for today's recording. Matt, I apologize, but I think we are ready. We're fired up. We're ready to go. Hopefully our listeners or our viewers are ready to go. Let me ask you this before we get started. Matt, how are you? How are things?
1: I'm good. Uh, I did something for today's episode. I don't think I ever did before. You took a poop. No, but it happened oh. in the bathroom. Oh. Uh, so honestly, we don't record in person. I brushed my teeth. I don't know why. For the very, I just took a look at my teeth and I said, you know what? I'm gonna give them a nice little brush. I was obviously I brush my teeth every day, every morning. <laughs> uh, but I've never really done it right before a podcast recording. Don't know why I, I did f- it today, but I did. So I'm amped up. I'm ready to go. How are you? How are things? Uh before I
0: before I even talk to my myself, how, before I talk about myself, how how's it feeling? Like
1: fresh, fresh shiny
0: teeth and me.
1: Very fresh. I had a little snack when I got home and I was like, Ooh. you know what? I'm just gonna brighten those bad boys up. What was that snack that you had? Uh cheese balls. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. Podcast snack of champions. Uh something like that. Yeah. Um, I actually had some nice two glazed donuts before I got on <laughs> here today. Nice. Mm-hmm. And they're actually uh they're from a little shop out in the the country mm. um it is a, I believe a mennonite uh stand well i shouldn't call it a stand but they call it a mountain apparently so she uh, i'm not even gonna mention it yep there so is. <laughs> uh we got our last
1: dog daisy from a mennonite family did you
0: yep Little daisy mm. um but i'm doing great i i apologize matt i was in depth and in, in deep with a few things, few exciting things down the pike. Um, we'll see what happens. But I came to surprise you today. Usually, I've been, do, I've been a good boy. I have been a sh- good
1: boy recently, yes. I've been, oh,
0: thanks. I've been, <laughs> I've been sharing some of the topics and discussions that we have on this podcast before we get on and record. But I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to surprise him today. It's going to be a fun time. I even made it more confusing. I sent him a link before, um, and it is a dice roller of a 10-sided die. Yeah, I, I've never seen... First of all, the fact that Google dice roller is a thing is just <laughs> wild. You could do a timer. You could flip a coin. And I just Googled... You can flip ten- a coin? Yeah, you can flip a coin. Yeah, you Google just... search, flip a coin. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm doing this right now. Hold on. Google search, flip a coin. All right, heads your tails. Uh, tails. It is heads. Ah, oh,
0: fine. F- okay. Yep. Yeah. Kay. You can flip Put it on. anyway. So Matt and I both have ten sided dice. <laughs> I wanted to say die, but I knew <laughs> plural. <laughs> so we have ten sided dice. Matt, what do you think this is going to be?
1: Um, I, I said I made a Dungeons and Dragons joke. Yeah, is it something similar to that? Uh, no, it's not. Well, oh. maybe. If
0: everybody knows Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> out there in the funny business world. So, Matt, we are going to use this dice to come up with our responses in our random icebreaker generator. Okay. So, I can't say that I came up with this idea with myself. This is from the distractible, but we all love our podcasts. We all love different podcasts. If you do listen to them, thank you for listening to them. And thank you for listening to us, too. So... What this is, college is coming around. You're getting ready for those orientations. And you know what's better than an orientation day and a nice set of icebreakers. So I have a random icebreaker generator ready to go. Matt, this 10-sided die that both of us will use. Now I think this was fun. And I thought we would give it a shot. So with this 10-sided die, one is your most negative response 10 is your most positive response through the answer okay so if you are at a five it's pretty neutral but if you are at one you have to be as negative as possible if you're at a 10 you have to be as positive as possible
1: one negative 10 positive yeah
0: okay and i thought what would be better is if i said the question you roll and then you find out where and then compose yourself say what number you picked and then go from there so okay what do you think?
1: Is this let's, fun? Let's give it a
0: shot. All right. I'll go first for you. So the first question is, you're cooking for the whole team. What is your signature dish? So I'm going to roll. I got a seven. Mm. I like my team. I don't like them too much. But like, I don't want to food poison them. So what I will decide to make the whole team for dinner. A nice signature dish. I did this last night with Jenna is I'm gonna make some classic pasta and meat sauce because nothing is better than a team outing than just a whole bunch of pasta. That is true. I feel like pasta is a 10 out of 10. I had pizza seasoning too on top of that Ooh, last night. Interesting. Yeah. I don't wanna, I don't wanna have, I don't wanna humble brag here, but uh, last night I was a little romantic. I uh, made some nice pasta and meat sauce on, you mm. know, on the, the stove or the range. L- and little music? Uh, little music.
1: Bow, bow,
0: bow. I put on some Italian music. That's, like okay,
1: that's weird. Nice because, classic Italian music. Yeah, that's funny because uh, April made uh, chicken parm and gnocchi on Sunday, uh-huh. and she also was playing Italian music. Oh, wow. Great minds think alike. I sure do. I
0: also dimmed the lights, mm. lit a nice little candle that we had available, got out two glasses. Nice bottle of wine on a Monday night. A I think it was, was a it was a white wine. I forget where it was from, but it was a white wine. Mm. But
1: I couldn't find any red. So I like white yeah. better. Nothing more romantic than Italian dinner, oh. pasta, wine, music. Nothing better. And then there was also
0: Ave Maria. Okay. Yep. Matt, are you ready? Uh, sure. So you get a different question, if that's okay. I I figured. Or do you want? Or do you want to stick with it? No, no, no. Okay. All right. Are you ready for your next question? Give it to me. All right. Have you learned any
1: useful productivity hacks recently? I learned a useful productivity hacks recently. I'm rolling, and I am getting a one. Oh! I wow. Can't wait for this. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh Let's see. Uh. Why do you have to be productive? This isn't going to do anything for you. So just uh, don't go to class. um, Party all night. Sleep all day. FBFM. (laughs) Um,
0: There was a song that we used to we used to listen to it, it. It's a I love college. Hey. hey, I love Drake. I was on my way home the other day was playing and all I could just think about was that sweaty basement and just all the good times yep. and the good memories that we had. Great times. So, well, Matt, you know, a little, little stinker there for your uh, response there. Yeah, it's, I was I was hoping I was going to get something in the middle. <laughs> all right. The next one, what movie, what's a movie you always recommend to people? Why do you love it? And I'm going to roll a five. Hmm. So right in the middle, right down the line. Yep. A movie I would recommend to people would be... Oh, this is a toughie. Yeah, it's like a very average movie. Very average movie. Hmm. Okay. It's going to be a classic, but The Mask. So The Mask was uh, played by Jim Carrey and a lady friend, Cameron Diaz. And it's about this mask, which oddly enough represents the god of mischief Loki. And once you put on the mask, you turn into this comedic superhero that's basically bulletproof. I think it's great because it not only introduces the kind of Jim Carrey's early adaptations of his acting career, um, but it's a good laugh. It's it's something good. I've never seen it. You've never seen it?
1: Nope. You know, I'm not a big movie guy.
0: P-A-R-T-Y? Because I gotta. Don't know what that is.
1: Oh my I have gosh, no idea. we got to. I nope. think it's on
0: Amazon, I think. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can go on Amazon Video and it's on there.
1: I'll find it legally
0: somewhere. Or I think YouTube has it with for free with ads. Okay, it's not bad. Yeah, dumb ads. Um, okay, ready. Here you go.
1: Matt. Yes. What's an adventurous thing you've done recently? I'm rolling a two. <laughs> uh, adventurous thing I've done recently... Um I went to bed at like man like 1 a.m. on Sunday. That was that was wild. Why? Things happen. <laughs> okay,
0: great. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Thanks for the color commentary. <laughs> All right. If you could be fluent in another language instantly, which would you choose and why? And I am rolling a 10. Wow oh Damn. let me tell you you know what would be the best language that i'd want to be fluent in instantly spanish nothing is better than saying something in spanish because let me tell you you say anything in spanish it turns out to be sexy like i'm gonna say this Vamos un ser un bicicleta," and people are like mike what'd you say all i said was let's make a bike and it sounded so sexy so sensual, Matt. You're probably picking up when I'm putting down. I remember uh, watching an episode of a Netflix series, and somebody said that as their uh, mm-hmm. kind of their charm. Mm-hmm. So,
1: interesting, it's an interesting I finished,
0: choice. I finished it by the way,
1: yeah. What do you have to handle, what do you think?
0: I loved the ending, I
1: loved it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this is besides the point of the icebreaker game, yeah. Um, I loved it. I always hate you're let on such with a great high. And then you are just let down so hard after the aftermath because it's like six months later and like anything can happen. So mm-hmm. I've already looked up people. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> so yeah, Spanish, Espanol. I took three years of Spanish. I thought it'd be really cool. And Spanish comes up more than you think in America in general. But mm-hmm. um, I think it'd just be cool to be fluent in it because then, you know, you could Pretty much communicate to to most if not
1: all the united states yeah i mean if but if you're picking a love language french nah that's italian <laughs>
0: <laughs> did i ever tell you the story of when i used to host game shows as a job back in the day at yes. resorts yep and part of it was are you smarter than a fifth grader mm-hmm. and This was the night when a bunch of crazy drunk adults, which I was so innocent during the time, I had no idea that they were doing this, um, that they decided to play. So it's, are you smarter than the adults? And for the second grade language question, it was, what language do the people of Cuba speak? And somebody from the audience yells, Cuban. Yeah, it was, uh, I I didn't get that joke either. I I was Uh, an innocent little boy. But that was that was great i you watched i learned. watched that a few times because i had the video of it and it's i think my parents were there that night too i invited my parents to watch that uh, game. of great. course of all games that's the night they see so that's great all right matt
1: give it to me what are you nostalgic about recently my nostalgic about i'm rolling i'm rolling i'm rolling a seven. Oh, here we go you know <clears throat> we have a uh we have a wedding coming up that we both will be in attendance for. And I've just, you know, been thinking back, kind of wondering, married. like, the people. We are getting married. <laughs> the tax benefits are going to be great. Uh, but just thinking back about maybe who, some of the friends that we're going to see and thinking back at all the great times we had in college on Thursday nights, on Friday nights, Saturday nights. <laughs> Tuesday nights I mean people can't forget casual Tuesday man (laughs) it's what a time that was uh but just remembering all the good times you had in college and now you know seeing where everybody is in life it's really just it's it's warms my heart
0: you can keep as much anonymity and sharing as much as possible if you'd like what is if you can remember one of your favorite memories oh man
1: that whole debacle debauchery (laughs) um there's so many to choose from um I think I'm going to say uh there was a drink that we all wanted to try yeah and no one could find it and then just out of the blue random Thursday night one of our friends just walks in the basement with two bags full of these drinks that everyone <laughs> just lost their mind do you, do you know what I'm referring to uh, was this a Saturday night you guys are out? I don't know. I'm just going to type the drink in the chat. Okay. I'm. I'm... Oh, that one. Yeah. It was electric. <laughs> it was a god awful drink. Yeah. Don't know why we wanted to try it, but when, when he walked in with six cans of it, oh man, it was great. Ugh. May have been like four, but. Yeah. Well, I've been a survivor of that said drink, so I will.
0: I not... have two. Yeah. Never. Well, are you really? I'm not going to say.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: I thought you had a sip before, or two. Oh, you mean you never tried it? I've never tried it. Oh, I thought you said survivor, like you survived drinking it. Oh, I survived, no. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a long-time survivor of just that, those, those days in general. So. Yes, correct. <laughs> My favorite part, I'm going to give a shout-out to Tony. Um, this is Halloween. And typically, most of the gatherings would occur at, at our place. Mm-hmm. And people who had the Addy, the address um would let us know ahead of time like hey like we're here like we're gonna be here so i was wearing a david s i was wearing the david s pumpkins outfit no i wasn't i was wearing something that we were matching in i'm not Mm. mentioning it on the podcast (laughs) so i walk we were in the basement so i walk upstairs tony's there but tony did not come through the bottom door which mostly everybody goes through he came up through the top Mm-hmm. And you can hear somebody go up the steps or down the steps. Tony was in a werewolf costume and Tony had mask on, had the the flannel, had the claws, just stood there and you come around a corner like it's a blind corner and I just go, holy shit! <laughs> and um, I think I I became sober at that point um mm-hmm. but then luckily i pulled in for a hug which tony was always about hugs and mm-hmm. um yeah that was that was that that memory keeps in my head for for quite some time so it's uh it's a very vivid memory well it's halloweens were just wild in college <laughs> i think we had a we had a double halloweener like we had one that was actually on halloween and then we had one that was like geared towards a party that was being celebrated that saturday or something like yeah, that Yeah, i think so i think so so that Saturday night, I think the four of us looked at each other were being like, what did we get ourselves into? Yeah, it was great. That was amazing. That yeah, was All awesome. Right. All right. Enough nostalgic. Yep. My term. Yep. If you could have an unlimited supply of one food or drink, what would it be? I got a 10. Ooh, nice. I've loved this food from the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- I shouldn't even say from the start. I'm very keen on having this. And I'm going to generalize it because... People back and forth will always say, well, I thought you liked this or I thought you liked that. And I think it's very appropriate to say, it's my choice. It's my rules. I love mm-hmm. it. Anything with buffalo. Mm-hmm. So like buffalo chicken pizza, buffalo chicken, buffalo chicken cheesesteak, buffalo cheez buffalo, buffalo. Yeah.
1: What a great food. I love how you said you're gonna generalize everything. You're like buffalo chicken, <laughs> buffalo chicken pizza, <laughs> buffalo chicken <laughs> cheesesteak. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say buffalo chicken. Yeah, wow. Well. <laughs> oh man. It's a great food. Yes, it is. All right, Matt. Your yes. turn.
0: Um we'll do we'll do one more set after this. So okay. We, we'll do one and then well actually we'll do two more. I'll do one more. So okay. Do you have a? Do you want this? Do you have a favorite mug? Let us see it and tell us why you love it. I uh, pass. Okay, good. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh, okay. <clears> I'm ready <throat> for
1: this. I like this. I hope I get a good number. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, I got a 10.
0: Nice. Let's wow. go.
1: <laughs> uh, best piece of advice I've ever been given. Man. <clears throat> um, Probably given a lot of advice. A lot of good advice in my life, whether it's through... College professors, high school teachers, you've parents, delivered parents, advice. I have delivered a lot of advice in, in my times. Uh, probably the best piece of advice that I've been given was probably just to be yourself. And that's what everyone always kind of tells you to do. And parents have always told me to be yourself. Um, you know, college professors in an interview for jobs or whatever it is, always be yourself. You know, don't change who you are for someone else because someone's out there is going to love you for who you are. And a side great piece of advice that I've ever been given. Quote, the great Dwight Schrute from Michael Scott. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> changed my life. <laughs>
0: <Dude. laughs> life changing. <laughs> yeah, be yourself, man. That's good. Love it. All right. Last set. What current fact about your life would most impress your five-year-old self? Oh, man. That's a good question. I just got a four. Oh, that's even funnier. Like, less than mediocre. Um, I was on TV a few times, mm. you know. Four? Some random occurrences that have occurred in my life. I mm. uh, had a great time, you know, a lot of camera work, a lot of staying up watching for the news, uh... And then what happens is it turns on to the Powerball, Uh, but uh, yeah, just just being on TV a couple, two, three times. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it's a great time. Apparently, all right. Okay, Matt. Here's your last one. It looks like you just picked the interesting question. I did. Is there any topic lately that you would like to be mentored on? Ooh, okay. I kind of like this. I like it.
1: Um. I rolled a two. two oh uh, that's tough I was hoping for a good number oh man I don't know I feel like I kind of know everything I need to know um so like mentoring on I don't really trust anyone else's opinions um especially on stuff that I don't know about like if I don't know about it do I really need to know about it kind of thing I don't think so um I don't watch the news, <laughs> so I don't really need to know anything. Um, if I need to know about it, I'll do it myself. So you don't listen to advice either? No, that's not true. <laughs> it's a topic <laughs> that I, I don't need to be mentored on. Ah, knowledge on anything. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Um, realistically speaking, what, what did you? What what topic do you want to be mentored on?
1: Um. Well, there's. One big thing in the news that we'll get to later in the show. Um, but I, I kind of did my research on that. Um, okay. I don't know. Um, is there anything in your head? Um, I feel like it was cu- kind of a quiet week in the pop culture news cycle. Um, one thing I will say that I just don't really care to really know what's going on is the whole Trump indictment. Just, there's too much going on, and it's just like is whatever. Um, for me, I coding like like
0: coding chicken and like sauce. No, not not c o a t c o d i n g. jackass okay, all right, cool. <laughs> like, there's a couple things that I'm running through that I'd love to run by myself. So, for instance, like I'd like to do like transcriptions for like video interviews that I do. And, like, there's software out there that, like, you can pay to, um, that you could pay to, uh, what do you call it? Code. Pay to code and, and get the transcription. But, like, there's just nothing more rewarding than, like, building something yourself um, and doing it. Like, a lot of automations, a lot of automating that uh, I, I do at my job that I'd really like to apply more customized um, through coding. So, yep. Codes it. It's a decent one. Um,
1: also, aliens. You want you want to be mentored on aliens? Yeah, just like I didn't really pay attention to everything that was said in the de- debriefing. Uh huh. And uh, I just what do we have? What don't we have? Hmm. Would would like to know more? Would you like to make contact with aliens? No, I would not. Um, I think it's kind of similar to the robots. Okay. Uh, they will probably kill it. Well, I don't know. I, I what are the odds that Aliens are what we think they are. You're looking for a percentage? Yeah, like everyone always thinks like UFOs or aliens are going to come down, laser beam, kill us all. There is nothing on Earth like, truly like humans, like specifically what we are now. And like we aliens could be bears. (laughs) Bears could be aliens. (laughs) Really, if you think about it bears could be aliens and matt, we you just that, don't even know it matt you were that meme for nat geo
0: aliens <laughs> his hands are yes. up and he's all like yes. hair.
1: we don't aliens could be on earth right now as like dogs what if dogs are aliens we just don't know it okay so i, I, found, a I found a percentage
0: i found a percentage okay uh five percent chance that it is what we quote know about aliens and a lot of it's influenced through television and through media. So correct. You know, this idea of unidentified flying objects now that you don't even call UFOs anymore, but you call it some weird thing now because apparently it's identified now. Um, you know, the saucer like shape, like it could be something different. Like mm-hmm. we see all the Marvel movies, we see all the different things like it could be a totally different ship or a spaceship. Um, I think what's going to throw me off the most is if aliens do come any closer to reality is how they look.
1: So one aliens might not even, that's a great point. Well, i will come back to the how they look part. Aliens might not even have like resources to make a ship. They, they could be coming from planets that have nothing. Yeah. They could teleport. That's a fact in the multiverse. Um, what do you think of people that said they would have
0: sex with aliens? I mean, it's probably the same people that they said they'd have sex with animals, but I know that's
1: a different comment. <laughs> that is exactly the exact same thing I was going to say. We, you don't even know what this is, what it looks like. You're that horny. You're like, yep. God, f*** it. <laughs> like, what? How does that make any sense? Again, it comes down to the fact that if, if bears are aliens, would you have sex with the bear? I would hope your answer is no. But...
0: Okay, so so here's my
1: caveat, which
0: which I I really don't want to talk too much about alien. F-. Um, the idea that we're classifying them as some sort of animals, they're a higher form of species. So I can understand why people want to have coitus with these said aliens, um, but I think it it's just a little 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 too far off the beaten path. It's a little sus, honestly. Sauce. <clears throat> I mean, I could I could understand like having a little alien human baby like could be fun new discovery could have like laser shoot out of his eyes for all we know that's wow <laughs> what an alien just discussion. came out of nowhere <laughs> we went from um...
1: <laughs> aliens might not build spaceships the bears could be aliens to would you have sex with an alien oh my god yeah crazy stuff you never know what you're gonna get here <laughs> So yeah.
0: <laughs> Good luck if you're a college student. Good luck on your icebreakers. Have fun with it. Stick around with it. You know, participate. You're only going to make the group not like them more by being a, a Debbie Downer. Like, just mm-hmm. give it a five. Yeah. You know, we played a game with a, a game of dice. Give it a five response. You don't have to give it a one. You don't have to give it a ten. Give it a
1: five. Mm-hmm. Participate. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite icebreaker game? Oh, um,
0: I mean in particular i i had the opportunity to host large scaled ones Mm -hmm. um i always love a good this or that so like (laughs) what you do is you take the entire uh group of participants so let's say there's 50 participants and you have them stand like in the middle of like a room one wall is one thing the other wall is that thing so it's like a would you rather but like you see the split happen but then you find one commonality amongst each other so like apple thank you apple or android people would split but then there's all already a commonality amongst those people and then you just have them like discuss like give your name major hometown all that good stuff um and then like a weird thing to add on top of that so that's like my favorite one i think team building more is like my favorite for some reason the human lock for instance like you all cross hands and you're trying to that's that's my favorite like physical one um but then i think the one that I like the most to learn from people, and I'll give a shout out to one of my, uh, not one of my orientation leaders, but uh, my orientation leader, This the person who was my orientation leader, who was the person who was mentoring us. We had this game of trying to memorize the group, but how you did it, it's you would give yourself a name. So mine was Magnificent Mike. Mm-hmm. And then the person would go to the next person. So like, you'd be like Majestic Matt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'd have to remember, okay, Magnificent Mike, Majestic Matt. We had to go all the way around the circle.
1: So what's yours? And you had, a, you had to pick a, a verb that was the same letter of your first yes. name. Yes. Yes. Adjective. <clears throat> um, I'm going to give it to... I liked uh, I've Got Mail. I think that's an easy yeah, quick one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. So you're standing in the circle, have one person in the middle that says I've Got Mail for anyone who's been to the state of Kentucky. And if you've been to the state of Kentucky... You run across the circle, whoever's the last person to not find a spot is in the middle and continues, I've got mail. Uh, I also like, there's a one, I don't know the exact name of it, but you're given a sheet with about like 15 items. Okay. And you have a group of like five or six. Oh, yeah. And the um, scenario is that the six of you have been stranded on a desert island. (laughs) Wait, I've never heard this. This is interesting. So... You're stranded on Desert desert Island and uh, actually, that's not technically true. Let me rephrase that. I only did this once, so it's coming back to me. You're on a boat. The boat starts to sink. Okay. You want to save the items that you think are most important. You have a list of 15 items. You have to individually rank what you think from 1 to 15 is most important, least important, and then meet as a group to discuss and You know, combine your list to make an actual list. To come with a consensus. To come with a consensus. But some of the items are like a rope or Uh a can of gasoline. So it's all things that can help or like a shard of glass. So you personally have to think what you think is most important, but then you have to convince everyone else in the group why you think you're correct. And then there's actually like an actual list of like what the true correct ranking from 1 to 15 is. Is a bottle of rum? on that list. I do believe alcohol is probably on there. Oh, I need some bottle of rum. (laughs) it's fun. We wanted to share something that has become essential to those days after a long, exhausting night. Liquid IV's hydration multiplier. It's amazing how huge a difference it makes. Liquid IV
0: helps us feel more energized and refreshed throughout the day. With one stick, you get five essential vitamins and a two times faster hydration formula than plain
1: water. We both love the flavors. Yuzu pineapple and passion fruit are our top picks. They make staying hydrated a truly enjoyable experience. What's even better
0: is that Liquid IV is committed to giving back to communities in need worldwide by providing clean and abundant water. They've already donated over 39 servings in
1: 50 plus countries around the world. And we have a special treat. If you want to try Liquid IV, head over to liquidiv.com and use the code funnybusiness at checkout to get a 20% discount on your entire purchase. So shop better
0: hydration today with promo code funnybusiness. All one word, F-U-N-N-Y-B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S
1: at liquidiv.com at checkout. Remember to stay hydrated and healthy and give Liquid IV a try. It's worth it okay <laughs> let's slide in the second half of the show um let's do let's do down in the dumps first we're gonna switch it up we're gonna do some down in the dumps um mike you can go first okay you can do what all of that you have yeah so
0: matt is aware of this one i'm going to mention uh my stream was a disaster the last time i streamed <laughs> it was not great no oh
1: my <laughs> it, was, it was tough
0: <laughs> so what happened was i wanted to be funny and i wanted to use a uh, voice mod what it is it's like a vo- voice manipulator It changes the voice yada yada so there was a couple settings i had to click and then change and when i got on to play Fortnite with matt um i started playing them matt heard them All of them. Matt was laughing. He was enjoying himself.
1: I actually pissed Um, my pants from laughing so much.
0: (laughs) There was one I was waiting until we set a bounty. So in Fortnite, there's like bounties that you could set and you have to find the person for a bounty. And anytime we get set as a bounty, it always goes, I will remember you. I found that song and I like had that in the hopper. I was ready to go. Shit. So here's the thing that went wrong. Everybody can only hear me on the stream nobody could hear the game and nobody could hear Matt. Mm-hmm. So then when I tried changing it, my whole screen went completely a wall. I had some of my screen on the big screen, I had some of my screen on my third monitor, and then I had some of it on the second monitor. My OBS was all messed up in a half. And then when I finally switched it over, then my game got completely laggy. It was absolutely awful. And then I just ended it. I restarted the game like six times. I restarted my PC twice. Um, I just ended the stream. I'm like, Matt, I just want to play a game. I'm done. <laughs> like that was probably the one time I felt so frustrated of streaming, not even from the game, just streaming, that I actually said, I want to stop,
1: Matt. <laughs> so you legit played like three games that night? Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Uh, but like- you know what happens?
0: I was so ready to like have like a gaming sesh like you know it just seems like we look forward to those weeks of playing and then all of a sudden it it just the fit hits the shan and and it just completely ruins the whole vibe and the vibes were immaculate that night but then god forbid i decide to try to do something new and yet again continues my quarter life crisis of trying to have my stream set up correctly uh you will master it one day i'm confident i hope so i'm confident i hope so uh, our dear friend Alex keeps saying that I need uh, an actual PC tower. I just don't mm. have the funds for that big amount. No. Uh, so the laptop will be. <laughs> Matt, This second one. I'm going to talk about Mark Cuban. Uh, ah, you're a favorite <laughs> man. I have had a change of heart. Oh, wow. No way. So this is huge. Another podcaster that has come around very quickly in popularity, uh, Bobby Altoff.
1: Um, is so, she the girl that like does the podcast in bed well that was that was, that was one drake. podcast that was with drake
0: uh, uh, okay um so he, she hosted a podcast uh with mark cuban on the floor um in a warehouse Damn. um and you know she's saying that like mark didn't want me to record at his house and i'm like what a jerk like just going off and then once they finally sat down and had a discussion i only listened to like the first 15 minutes of it I'm like hearing Cuban speak and I'm like, ah oh man, I'm like, is I really a jerk to this guy? And so change of heart, my my Mark my Mark Cuban crisis uh is uh finally uh over and um I could say that uh Mark Cuban is a an intellectual
1: and a and a kind gen- gentleman and a scholar. I, I'm glad you come around because he's just a really cool dude, uh, even though he does own the Dallas Mavericks and <laughs> I hate them um but very very cool dude very good business guy uh very smart and he knows what he's talking about uh, a little arrogant at times but i think in the type of business he's in and the position he's in you got to be a little arrogant at times yeah i think we all are at, at, at a point right that's it that's it all right i only have two myself um i just forgot and I can't figure out how to hit a straight drive in golf. I can't even I, Mike. I can't hit my drive up in the air. Everything just goes right in the ground. Everything, really? everything. Does I it hit, roll? No. I'm not kidding. It goes like seventy five yards. Hmm. It's. And I, I'm a lefty. It always like looks like it's going straight, and then just hooks straight right. Everything, everything. Yeah. Um, I was in the golf tournament on Sunday. Uh, the first time I actually played golf. A little tipsy. It was, fun um, maybe maybe that's why that. <laughs> no it wasn't because it was like halfway through tournament when i started like drinking screwball um and the the first nine i was like what the hell this is ridiculous and then i switched my three word that wasn't much better um and that used to be like the, my strong shoot in my game like i used to be able to kind of hit it like 280 down the middle sure. and i just i don't know what i'm doing trying to make adjustments in my head i just i don't know it's very frustrating because if I could actually hit the ball even two hundred yards in the fairway, I could actually i think I would be pretty decent at golf um but my problem is every time I go and hit my second shot, I still have like three hundred and fifty yards, and I'm putting for like bogey at best mm, every time bogus yeah uh, also we just, we need to go golfing yeah uh my my last down in the dumps um this one's really been the big news story kind of like this week. One of my favorite movies ever is just a lie. The blind side. The blind side. So <laughs> have you caught have you been have you been caught up? Have have you well, seen The Blind Side? Yes. Okay. So for those that haven't seen, I'm not gonna explain the whole story of the Blind Side. I'm sure most people here have ever seen it. Um, Michael Orr, who the movie was basically built around the actual football player, basically came out this week and is suing his quote unquote adopted family because he wasn't actually adopted and supposedly the family tricked him into thinking he was adopted and he, they tricked him into signing conservatory papers and this is kind of the craziest part of it all. Michael Orr's made zero dollars from this movie. Ah, uh, yeah. And the family's kind of made all of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely wild story. Um, and like I said, it was it's a good feel-good story, we thought. Uh, he's a great guy. He actually is. And What's it just blows my mind? One that's taken 14 years for him to kind of realize this. Now, I'm not blaming him in any is right? It's just kind of crazy that we're just now finding out about this. Um, yeah, it's it really sucks for him, but also it's just like this was a crazy movie and it's all a lie. That's upsetting.
0: I, I saw that and I was like, oh no, really? And then, because it's a great, it's a great movie, regardless. Like it, it's a, it's anybody who watches it, football fan or not, like it it is a good movie. Mm -hmm. But I think with the drama that's behind it, I think it's going to be really tough for it to come back. Um,
1: Yeah, I've two other things. One, it is dropping down my rankings of football movies. Okay, I think Um, it was kind of contending with Remember the Titans. Number one, Remember the Titans is now number one. Number two. <clears throat> I I mean this is like half joking, but also maybe half serious. Sandra Bullock won an Oscar, I believe, for this movie. Sure, I believe she was. Can you look that up before I can, <laughs> sure, <man. laughs> Before I continue this statement, I heard this on a podcast. Sandra Bullock. It was an Emmy, and maybe it was an Emmy. She so won Oscar. She uh, so won an Oscar for The Blind Side. Twitter. <laughs>
0: Twitter Twitter wants Sandra Bullock to lose her the Blindside Oscar after O
1: okay yeah, drama. That was actually my question. Should she give that back? No, I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I don't know. If if
0: anything, she does it on her own volition.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm not saying they should like forcibly take her back, take yeah. it back. But that's also got to be a weird feeling for her. Like you portrayed this family, this mom quote unquote that looked like she was very genuine, very nice, and Sandra Pollock made probably made a lot of money off this movie too. And now it's all a lie. It's just the whole thing is just very, very weird. So bizarre. um and it's it's kind of early on in the process. It's probably not going away. Um that, it's just so bizarre. And just like if you had to pick one movie to be true, it'd be that one. Yep. Sucks. <laughs> uh however we will finish off the show final segment today is say what uh mike i'll go first okay <clears throat> i have two pretty good ones i think we're gonna get to talk a little business we are a funny business business just did some funny let's do some business um emailing is a lazy excuse for not getting work quote unquote done what i mean by this And I'm not, nothing really, this has just kind of been in my head for a little while. Sure. If you go to email someone outside your organization, because you need to get something done or have a question or whatever. If they don't email you back, you can't just not get the work done because they didn't email you back. There's other, like, what I'm saying is, like, if you, if your boss gives you a task and say, hey, get in contact with these people, see what they, see what you can do, or whatever. Email them. They don't respond for a few days. Email again. They don't respond for a week now. Boss comes, hey, where are you at with this? Oh, they didn't get back to me. That's lazy, in my opinion. Physically call them. Like, there's other ways you can go around this. Kind of happened to me. Like, something I did earlier at work this week, emailed, didn't get a response. I called them, talked on the phone. They gave me a half response, let it go another day, called them again today. Issue resolved. So saying, oh, I can't do anything about it because they didn't email me back. Uh, is just lazy, my opinion. Especially like if there's a deadline you're trying to hit, or the deadline that this person's involved in. Give, the, I don't understand why people are afraid to pick up the phone and make a phone call.
0: And even if it's an internal communication, you know what the best thing to do for the third thing is? You walk to their desk.
1: <laughs> walk right to their desk. Yep. You're like, hey, bitch remember me? <laughs> remember me? <laughs> um, yeah, just don't be lazy. I agree. It, there,
0: there is times when it's completely impossible. Um, I've in the past, I've, I I know people that don't respond to your emails, don't respond to your phone calls and is never in the office because at times it was working from home or they just weren't available. Mm -hmm. Um, so definitely having that, it is tough. I, I think it is tough for the confidence of being assertive, not aggressive, assertive in getting tasks done. Um, there's, there is an art when it comes to balancing that. I mean, if you're not, if you're not giving person like, a day to respond to the email, then like something's a little off. Correct. <laughs> like if you don't send the email, they don't respond in the next five minutes. I'm calling. <laughs> uh, I think it has you know merit to to get your tasks done because the deadline's on you, man. Mm-hmm. Well, you uh, hy- r- rhetorically, hypothetically speaking. So, yep. um, I agree, Matt. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I only have one. Okay, that's fine. Um, and I'm hoping this doesn't change. This has been the best three weeks of a weekend. Best three weekends I think I've had in quite some time. Correct. And I know why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's because Jen and I are finally now. <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody knows this. I mean, we've mentioned it here or there, but I've seen Matt three weekends in a row. Correct. And like we we picked that up the second week that we saw each other. And we were kind of like going through and like Matt has been like Matt has done night classes on Monday up where I worked. Uh And that, you know, it I think that's probably the only, the only thing since actually living together mm-hmm. in a house that this is the most frequent we have seen each other since living together in college.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: It, it It is just since moving to a new area. Uh, although we are busy out of the wazoo, I think it has just been much more appreciative and just simply nicer that there is that access and there is that accessibility to see friends like you, Matt, be able Mm -hmm. to, you know, if we want to do something Friday night, we're not hauling ass an hour and a half to see each other. Like it is so nice collectively. And I thought I'd just mention that on the podcast. So.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it, it just goes back to, I you said like live together for three weeks is awesome, but like it is. Like you get the come home and spend a night together, uh, with your significant other, uh, and just kind of make plans, but it's also great because the plans can start at like five o'clock instead of like seven thirty, eight o'clock. It's, right. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh we have seen each other the last couple of weekends. Uh which leads me to my last say what. Are you not coming <laughs> to <make it> <laughs> I, I will be coming <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> um so it's indirectly uh we saw each other at music fest yes we had some great times my very first time very first time how'd you how'd you enjoy it i didn't ask you how you enjoyed it uh a little overwhelming with crowd but (laughs) overall uh that that band had a big crowd yes a huge huge crowd yeah um how great were the mugs though whoever came up with that idea yes Deserves a race now. Before I continue, do you know if you bring that mug next year, they will refill that one as well?
0: Yes, because I saw like mugs. Yes, different designs, yes. and I assumed by that. So yes, but yep. thank you
1: for thank you for telling me. Yes, that. No, many people don't know that. Um, <clears throat> so the band that we went to see after yes. we separated our separate ways, what a time! Uh, so it was Igor and the Red Elvises. I'm going to shout them out because they're just phenomenal. Um, and my say what is bands that are interactive with the crowd make the experience 10 times better. So Igor and the Red Elvis is, they don't play traditional music. I mean, they played the classics, uh, Refrigerator, uh, uh, I, 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 I Refrigerator, um, they played the classics, uh, I Want My Honda Back, I, I want my Honda back. Uh, What else do they play? Closet Disco Dancer. I am a closet disco dancer. Uh, And of course, my favorite, Smell the Bacon. Bacon. Um, But they're just so... Igor is so interactive with the crowd. Um, For example, if you're watching on YouTube, Closet Disco Dancer. Before he starts, he makes you all do the disco move like this. And then in the song and the whole crowd, every time is I am a closet disco dancer, which is very hard to do when you're holding a mug. Right. Um, there is another song. It's not even a song, Mike. He just plays the guitar. They play drums and then he'll raise his left arm and everybody on that side of their stadium. And the crowd goes, ah, and he'll raise his right arm. And they go, ah, ah, ah. That's the whole song. It's great. <laughs> and then maybe my, my two favorite that, that they do um, after every single song they play. Now they all—I think they're all technically, Or like Igor's a little Russian or something. After every song, <clears throat> Igor just goes, "Are you having fun?" And everyone's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I can't hear you. Are you having fun?" <laughs> but it's after every song, and the best thing that he does—he's done this every time I see him. Half hour left in his set. Now we all know he has like five or six songs left. A half hour left, he starts going, Do you want to hear one more? <laughs> we all go, One more, and he'll go, One more. It's he does it seven <laughs> times. He does it seven times. We scream our heads off every time. It's great. Crowd was electric. Uh, but bands that try to and performers especially when you're not like someone huge and you're not selling out like Madison square garden. If you're more interactive, even if the songs aren't great, because I'm not going to go home and listen to, I want my Honda back or refrigerator on Spotify. I do have smell the bacon on Spotify. That's beside the point. It makes it that much more fun and people are going to come out to see you.
0: I, I don't want to call the person out, but I did go to a concert before I went to the, this, this one at music fest and, and I could wholeheartedly say yes, interacting. Uh, the Amish Outlaws were who who we saw, mm-hmm. and they had some technical difficulties. Apparently, they rocked too much that the power went out at their stage. Yep. Um. Freaking. I mean, it was upsetting, but like freaking amazing. Like, it, it, crowd was still electric, and like the power was out. Um. But they went into they're like, okay, we're going to take a fifteen minute break, and everybody just started booing. They're like, boo. And of course, he comes back. He's like, "Who's who's upset? Who's upset that you know we're taking a break? Can't you?" I, I think he said something along the lines of like, it, "You never take a break when you're doing something." um And then he's like, "Oh, raise your hand if you think we shouldn't take a break." And there was like a few people in front of the stage, and all of a sudden he just starts pointing them out. "You're an asshole. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. You're an asshole." <laughs> he just goes down blind but um it was electrifying i i 100 agree with you matt like if, if you're not interacting with your audience like why are you even performing in front of one
1: mm-hmm. correct so wow yeah what a time smell the bacon Ken, uh- smell the bacon <laughs> smell the bacon i'm on fire
0: <laughs> what a time all right well Thanks everybody so much for listening or watching the funny business podcast episode 174. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button, that follow button, that like button, um, the retweet or share if that is Mm -hmm. applicable to you. Uh, if you're trying to find us on other places, you can find those places at solo.to slash funny business. Mr. Matthew. Yes. What's your advice for the good people of the funny business world?
1: Uh, besides going to liquid IV and using code funny business for 20% off. Cause that's always going to be my advice. Um, uh, Mike, we both now like to cook. Yes. Uh, we cook a lot of good stuff, but you know what? Sometimes you can't cook and you know what you have to do? Take out. Eat your leftovers. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, it's great cooking and you want a good freshly cooked meal every night, but you know what? Sometimes make a little too much. Sometimes the night before, two nights before, you're not as hungry. You got leftovers in the fridge. Don't let those go to waste. Uh, even if you like today, I was I'm by myself. April's working late at night. Uh, we have this recording, and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to go to Weiss and I'm just going to pick up one meal. I'm going to cook it for myself. And I thought by around time, you know, like, you know what? We got some leftovers in the fridge. Uh, I don't want those to go to waste, so I'm going to eat yeah. those instead and make a meal later. So. Yes. Um, just be smart with your groceries this is really what it comes down to amen well thank you all so much for listening and
0: watching and until the next time we'll see you all in the next episode stay safe everyone